Welcome to the Coffee with Casey podcast, the podcast where we sit down with a cup of coffee, talk about life, motherhood, and more. So let's grab a cup of coffee, pass off a little encouragement, and figure out life and motherhood as we go along. Hi, I'm Casey. Welcome to the Coffee with Casey podcast. Um, I'm so glad that you are here. Um, I did miss an episode last week, um, and I felt so bad about it. But um, my daughter um, had, we think, like maybe a 24-hour stomach bug thing. Um, And I had similar symptoms Um, a couple of days afterwards, and it hit on the day that I usually record, and I went straight to bed. So I meant to record this weekend, but we just had a really busy weekend, (laughs) Um, but I'm making time for it now, so I'm so sorry that I missed another episode, Um, but you know, that is the mom life right now, getting everything that my child gets, I feel like, Um, but she just um is so um just so sweet and just growing so much and she's just nearing that one year mark and I'm just like oh my gosh um and I'm just totally reminded of just how close that one year mark is for a few reasons um her birthday is coming up And also, um, I just feel like I've been thinking a lot about last summer and um, all that, and also how I was pregnant, which I'm going to talk about um, the subject or the topic for my podcast today. I'm going to talk a little bit about um, my recommendations on if you are pregnant during the summer because I've been thinking a lot about that. Um, not because I'm pregnant, but, um, cause I'm not. Um, but I, um, have been thinking a lot about last summer and just like reflecting on how she's almost a year old and how this, this time last summer I was so pregnant. My, um, Ankles were swollen. I was so hot. Um, I was in search of a blow-up pool, which I now own a blow-up pool. And um, we got in it the other day. And I was just like, thank God we got this. (laughs) Because, um, yeah, it gets so hot sometimes, you know. And at the end of the day, you just want to get in a pool. So we bought, like, this family-sized pool last summer. It was the only one I could find. Um, because I think there was some sort of shortage of blow-up pools last year. I think everybody had gotten one during the pandemic, and everyone was staying home, so I could not find a blow-up pool. And I was like eight, nine months pregnant when I was looking for one, so it had to have been in June or July when I was looking for one, but... um. So people had probably already bought them up, but now I'm seeing them everywhere. So I was telling my friend the other day, if you want one, now I think is the time because blow-up pools are everywhere. Um, Baby baby formula is nowhere to be found, but blow-up pools, (laughs) you can find those. (laughs) Um, And speaking of the formula shortage, um, 
I um, have definitely, we have definitely experienced the um, effects of that this past week. Um, This past weekend, we had a great weekend. Um, We were doing all the things. We went to the farmer's market. We had a picnic outside. We were kind of trying to do all the fun, free things that you can do in the summer. Um, But I... um, Went grocery shopping on Saturday afternoon, thinking that it would just be a quick trip. We've been having trouble finding her formula before this because her previous formula got recalled. Um, and so that was a whole thing. So um, I feel like it's actually been coming for a while. Like, um, But... So I guess I wasn't surprised that I wasn't able to find it at first because I was like, oh, like she like we aren't able to find her formula sometimes at some of the places um, that we go to. And then it just got to be where I was like, okay, well, I'm going to try like another place. I'll try Target real quick. Like I had gone to Walmart and then I was going to try Target and the Walmart shelves were literally like. Like, there was nothing on them. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, like, maybe I could get her this kind. There was literally nothing, like nothing on the shelf. And so I was like, okay, well, that's a little odd because, you know, normally I'm able to find at least, like, an alternative, you know. Um, Because she was taking, like, a sensitive kind and then we were able to switch to, like, the regular kind of that brand and... Um, anyways, so I am just like, I kept looking and looking and, um, I could not find, um, her formula. We went to, I ended up spending the rest of my afternoon, um, looking for formula for her. And we live in a place in an area that has, um, multiple Walmarts, multiple Walgreens, multiple CVSs. Like we are not short on grocery stores. We have a Target. We have a Target that's, um, you know, we have like two Targets in this area. Um, And like you can drive like 20 minutes, you know, and find a Target. (laughs) And then there, so there's not like a shortage of stores. And when I tell you that I went to probably every single Walmart, every single like place. I'm not kidding. Like we went to probably, I think we counted like 17 or 18 stores that we had been to in the, in like 24 hours. Um, and that's not an exaggeration. Like we literally went to that many stores and, um, could not find, any formula. So I called her doctor on Monday, which luckily we were able to find like a can of something. I had read that like the this Gerber uh, brand was similar to the Infamil kind that we use. Um, and I was like, okay, we'll just use this for now. But I called her doctor on Monday and they were like, that the kind that you found is fine. Um, and Anyway, so that did put me at ease, but um, since then, we still have not been able to find um, the Infamil stuff, and um, the Gerber kind that we found, we, it's like Gentle Pro, I think is what we had been using, and then 
um, as an alternative. And then um, we haven't been able to find that. <laughs> so um, we've we've like moved to Gerber Gentle. And I'm like, I think it's the same. So anyways, it's just a whole thing. And it's stressful and it's scary. And um, we have, luckily, we have some family members. Our moms are going to, they were able to find some um, formula that she can take um, and they're sending it to us. So, um, but even like before that got to us, like it's it hasn't even made it to us yet. Like they shipped it earlier this week and we haven't gotten it. And we've had to like, like the can that we bought, we've already like been through and we're um, using a different, um, we're using, you know, another can that we bought. So, um, so it goes fast um, and it's kind of like, you know, you think that you have enough and then you're like, oh, like she we actually you realize how fast you go through formula and also this is probably why we don't have you know we we don't have a lot of extra funds these days because of the um how much formula we are using but anyways um but yeah it's just scary and i cannot imagine um being a mom having to um find formula like a special formula for them. And um, that would be terrifying to me. But um, I, excuse me, I have, I'm, I'm so thankful for the people that have sent us um, like an extra can that they had, you know, a sample can or, you know, um, that they weren't able to use or like my mom and my, and my mother-in-law have been able, they're sending us some. Um, and I think that'll help get us through for a little bit. Um, but I am a little worried because I'm like, we've gone through what we've bought as like an alternative pretty quickly. So I'm just like, I don't know how long that's going to last us, but, um, I'm hoping that it will get us through. But my mom keeps texting me and is like, is this what she needs? And I'm like, okay, she doesn't need that. And also like, I think we have enough for now. Cause, um, I definitely don't want to like hoard the baby food either. <laughs> um, so, um, if we end up with extra, I'll definitely um, see if anybody needs to needs that kind that we have. So I'm hopeful that um, the stores will restock again. But I just I don't know. It sounds like it's going to be a while before um, we're able to get that brand that we need again. So um, it's just scary. And like politics aside, it's just terrifying and I've seen a lot of things like blaming other people and you know all this stuff and as a mom you're like yeah you're infuriated with some things that are going on um but you're also like I don't really care whose fault it is at this point I just want it to be fixed <laughs> and that was the point that I was at on like in the middle of this week um I've used my lunch break to go look for baby formula. I have 
uh, spent a lot of time this past weekend looking for it and just to see if maybe, you know, a store might have it. And I usually just walk in and have to walk right back out because there's just not any. So I am thankful that we were able to give her an alternative in the meantime. But um, do I think it's best? I don't know. <laughs> um, but I also have read lots of things about how the homemade recipes are not safe and things like that. So just if you are experiencing the formula shortage, just, um, you know, make sure that you are um, being safe in what you are giving your little ones. Um and my doctor, you know, was saying that um, formula is what's best if you can't, you know, breastfeed or anything like that. But um, obviously, I would love to be able to do that. And there is a lot along with the formula shortage. There is that guilt of like, oh, I wasn't able to breastfeed and now I'm not like – I can't give my child, you know, what she needs. And that is so scary. And at first I was like positive about finding some and I felt like I could, um, you know, stay positive about it. I felt like I could find some eventually and um, it just um, – there was one day where I just kind of – I started to cry about it because I was like, I just feel so bad. And I've also seen some comments on some posts on social media, which I know you probably don't need to look at, but sometimes you're just like, man, I wonder what people are saying. And there's just some comments that I've read from probably just trolls, you know, but they'll say it'll be like a post about the baby formula shortage and, um, people will be like, well, why don't they just breastfeed? Or like, we used to just breastfeed our kids. And it's just like, yeah, that would be so great if I could. And um, I was one of those people that just didn't produce enough. And, um, you know, no matter how much I tried, <laughs> um, my body just didn't produce enough. And um, it was just – it got to the point where I just kept supplementing and supplementing because I would pump and there would be like um, barely an ounce, you know. <laughs> and so – and I was pumping like every three hours. So um, it was just – it was crazy. So um, I don't really know why my body did that. I've done a little bit of research into it and there seems to be like – a small percentage of the population that have trouble with this. And so maybe I am one of those people. But um, anyways, it's just um, it's just sad, though, how our society um, sometimes doesn't take into account special circumstances or like I know we've been struggling to find formula for a while. And um I don't think people realized how bad it was until recently, until we walked into the shelves and – or walked into the stores and the shelves were just completely empty. And um, it does kind of feel like this was a problem a while ago. Why have we not already started to, like, fix it? But I don't think anybody expected the shelves to be completely bare <laughs> either. So 
Anyways, it's just sad all around, and I just, my thoughts and prayers really do go out to the people who are trying to find formula for their little one, especially the specialty formula, um, because even finding the regular kind that she needs is hard to find. Um, So I cannot imagine. And also, if you need a special formula, um... I know by my story, you're probably thinking, well, she probably wouldn't be able to find me any formula in her area, but I could definitely be on the lookout. Um, I also saw, I can put it in the show notes maybe, but um, I also saw a website that um, the former Olympian Sean Johnson had um, shared. Um, It's like a baby formula exchange website. Um, And... I'll try to put that in the show notes because um, I personally think that we have enough um, to last us for a little bit. Um, so I don't need to find any more, but um, I may use it if I end up with um, with extra formula. Um, but I think it's a. I think what you can do is you can click um, either I have formula, so you can try and like give it to somebody else or you can say I need formula and um, they will connect you with somebody that can send you formula or you can send formula to somebody else Um, so I thought that was a really good resource and I thought of course like a mom is going to come up with that and I just thought that was so great so um, definitely I would use resources that you have contact you know friends or family um And see if they, um, you know, are able to find the formula that you need at their store, you know, and vice versa. You know, you may be able to find what they need at your store. So I don't know. It just depends on, I think, where you are. So um, my family was able to find it in a different part of Arkansas. So, um, you know, there may be... um, there may be somebody that can find what you need in their region of the world and you may have what they need. I don't know. So I would definitely check out that website or just, you know, message your friends. I put something up on social media that was like talking about the baby formula shortage and I didn't say that I needed somebody to send it to us, but somebody just offered. And so, um, you may try also posting on social media. I've seen people that have had like their child needs like the Nutramegan, which is a very specialized formula. And um, for kids that have, you know, really bad allergies and it's usually like a formula that, you know, if they can't tolerate anything else, like they they take that. It's what my understanding is. And so I've seen some people post like, hey, I really need this formula. Um, Does anybody know um, where I can get it or whatever? So definitely use your resources. I know I have tried to use my resources as much as possible this past week. And I'm so thankful for our family and friends who have stepped up and either looked for the formula. They're like on the lookout every time they go to the grocery store or – I had somebody that I went to high school with, like, that offered to send me some, um, and, um, just family that have sent us, that are sending us some, and, um, 
just words of encouragement to you. I had some moms just reach out to me um, on my social media and say that, you know, they assured me that I was a good mom and that, you know, I was doing the right thing. And that just meant so much to me because um, that day I really felt defeated. I felt so scared too. And I felt like I didn't know what I was looking for. I didn't know what the best alternative was. And um, I just... um, I don't know. I I just was so hopeful that I was going to find some, and it's very discouraging to um, to just not um, to not be able to to help or not be able to come up with the solution. It was just very frustrating. It was like no matter how hard we tried. So, anyways, that's my segment on the mom stuff, and. Um, I just want to assure you that if you are going through the formula shortage, um, you're not alone and you also aren't a bad mom and um, you're doing the best you can to feed your child and um, no mother ever should have to worry about um, if their child, you know, is going to have the right food or if they can feed their child and um it's very scary. And so my thoughts and prayers are with everybody and I'm right there with you. Um, if you need a special formula, please feel free to email me at coffeewithkasey at gmail.com and I can at least look for it. And if I need to send you some, uh, let me know. (laughs) Um, so, I think we might be able, I think we might be getting some cans of this Gerber stuff. Um, <laughs> so I definitely will have some of that and I think I'll probably have extra of that. So um, I think it's Gerber Gentle. So feel free to email me if you want a can. <laughs> I think they're just small cans. But um, anyways, um, I would gladly um, send somebody for me <laughs> Um, and, and at least be on the lookout for that. So, um, so yeah, that is the, the mom stuff that's been going on with me. And, um, I, um, oh, my mom, speaking of, my mom just texted me a picture of, um, what they have at her Sam's. Um, and it's, it's not the kind that we need, but, um. Also, I'm like, I think we're okay. But um, I just, ugh, it's just so, so sad that we even have to, to think about this. But um, my thoughts and prayers are with everybody. And um, I hope that, um, that we can get through this and ugh, that... Um, you know, we'll be able to find the new, the nutrients that we, that we need for our child, you know, that's the main concern is just making sure that they're fed. Um, but I wanted to talk about in my topic of the week is, um, my recommendations for, um, pregnant girl summer. Uh, that's what I called it last summer. Um, so, Um, We could also call it hot mom summer or, you know, whatever. I recently learned about the hot girl walk, um, which is a term used um, to describe like if you're going for a walk this summer, um, it's called a hot girl walk. So 
Anyways, um, I will definitely be trying to go on as many hot girl walks as I can this summer. Um, <laughs> but um, these are my recommendations for if you are pregnant this summer. Um, last summer, I was in my seventh, eighth, and ninth month of pregnancy in the hottest, probably the hottest months of the year. Um with a little bit, I wasn't pregnant in August, but I would say August is probably one of the hottest months here um, in Arkansas. Um, so I uh, luckily wasn't pregnant in August, but um, I was. I went right up to August, um, and I will say Jul- June and July were still pretty hot. Um, but I've been thinking about this because it was a year ago. And um, not currently pregnant, but um, if I was, this is what I would do and this is what I would recommend. I thought that you might find this interesting if you are also, you know, if you are going into uh, your summer with this. (laughs) So... My first recommendation, I mentioned this earlier, is a blow-up pool. Now, a blow-up pool can be um, good for after pregnancy as well. Um, I'm using mine currently this summer um, for just like playing in the pool with our daughter. Like it's just going to be a good investment, I feel like. Um, I was able to find one at Academy for like $20, um, but some of the ones at like Target and stuff like that are a little more expensive, I feel like. I want to say the ones I looked at were around $40. Um it just depends on where you get them. So, but even like Walmart and stuff, I feel like usually has some good blow up pools. Um, but I would definitely start looking now because, um, I feel like they go by really fast. Um, so blow up pool and, um, and when you're pregnant, oh my gosh, it's just the best thing to get in a pool in the afternoons. And last summer I would get my little smoothie. I would make myself a smoothie and I would, sit in our blow up pool and drink my smoothie and ours had like cup holders on it it was really nice (laughs) um so definitely plan to use the blow up pool again this summer um as far as like apparel goes and stuff I wore um a lot a lot of dresses cannot recommend just buying dresses for the summer if you are dealing with pregnancy and all that. Um, and bike shorts, um, this was something that, so I wasn't able to fit in really any of my pre-pregnancy pants. And by summer, I was not wanting to wear pants anyways. But sometimes I wanted something a little more casual other than a dress. Um, I did have some like cheap t-shirt dresses that I had bought, but I bought these maternity bike shorts and, and they were so great. But um, anyways, I would highly recommend like some a good pair of maternity bike shorts. I think I just bought mine off of Amazon, honestly, so they probably weren't super high quality. But just some like uh, basic bike shorts that are like maternity. And um, I would wear an oversized t-shirt with that a lot. And, um, it wasn't always like the, the most fashionable thing for me. I feel like, um, I wanted it to be, and I would try to style it that way. But, um, I feel like at the end of the day, I just looked, 
<laughs> I don't know. It just it it looked. Um, I think sometimes I just looked looked rough, honestly, towards the end of my pregnancy. But it was nice to have something that was comfortable, cool, and um, and not um, like super restrictive. Um, so I definitely recommend like a good pair of maternity bike shorts um, and dresses. Another recommendation that I have is a portable fan. Um, I would keep one in my purse um, and I still have it, but I now have a nicer portable fan that is that I use for our stroller. Um, and you could honestly probably go ahead and buy like a stroller fan and also use it for yourself beforehand because um, I don't think they're necessarily made specifically for a stroller, um, but I have like this nice like little portable fan. Um, and it like has like those bendable, flexible arms. Um, so you can like put it on a table or put it on your stroller or whatever. I definitely think that that was like something I so enjoyed having. And if I was ever hot, I could just have a portable fan (laughs) with me. Um, and normally I am not like, I don't really get that hot. Um, I'm not a hot natured person, but when I was pregnant in the summer, I for sure was. And I think I've kind of turned into that now. So anyways, um, (laughs) but I just like, I'm literally sitting here with a blanket over my lap while I record this. So in my house, so, um, and it's like probably 70 degrees outside. So, um, (laughs) I definitely don't normally get hot, but, um, when I'm outside in the summer, oh my gosh, especially pregnant, my word. Um, but so portable fan definitely recommend. Um, I also bought these, um, (laughs) ankle wraps. Um, they were ice packs. Um, I bought, I think I bought them off Amazon. Um, they were Nugo brand as what they're called. Um, but basically you, they were like gel ankle wraps and, um, they, I would freeze them and, um, Oh my gosh, they were the best thing ever. My ankles were so swollen. And um, they these were legit, like, just really good to have. <laughs> um, my ankles just felt like they needed to be cooled down at the end of the day. <laughs> and um, I would just prop my feet up and wrap those around. I would actually have my husband wrap them around my feet because I couldn't um, – bend over very well. Um, so yeah, or I was working from home a lot and, um, I would like wrap my ankles and, and put them up while I, while I worked at our kitchen table. Um, so, um, and you can also walk around with them on, um, too. So you don't have to prop your feet up, but I definitely think that that helps. Um, but I think it's made for when you have like a like a sprained ankle, I guess. But, oh my gosh, these were like amazing. We still have them in our freezer. So if we ever do sprain an ankle or if I go through pregnancy in the summer again, I'll have them. So um, I don't think they were that expensive, but they were worth every penny, I guarantee you. <laughs> um, and then just remembering to drink lots of water, stay hydrated and wear your sunscreen. Um, I legit like last summer... I was working one day at our office and it was so hot and um, 
I and it just gets so humid and I legit felt like I was about to pass out. <laughs> so I think just like staying cool and staying hydrated and drinking lots of water because um, I think we forget like how important it is when you're pregnant and stuff. Um, but yeah, just like wearing sunscreen too. We went to the beach for our baby moon last summer and um my ankles got so swollen and sunburned it was like the worst sunburn I'd ever gotten on my ankles um which is part of the reason why I um had to ice my ankles so much I think afterwards because my feet literally turned like like my ankles and my legs were literally like purple afterwards so um (laughs) it's not a good um a good sunburn at all. No sunburn is good, but I think that was like the worst one. But um, those are my recommendations for if you are pregnant in the summer. Um, And I also think some of those things are good for now as well if you aren't pregnant. Um, You know, a blow-up pool and um, having a portable fan with you is never a bad idea. So I'm definitely carrying those over into this summer and um, I'm excited of a summer of not being pregnant. If I'm being honest, Um, I just am, I'm, I was so thankful for it last summer and I'm, I'm so thankful for our daughter and all the things and wouldn't trade it for the world and just, you know, honestly had a pleasant experience um, being pregnant, but um, I, I'm just kind of glad that this summer I don't have to worry about that. So, um, I, but I hope that these recommendations help you or, you know, if you are, or if you have a friend who is pregnant and you want to gift them something this summer for themselves, um, So a lot of times, you know, as a new mom, you're getting a lot of gifts for baby, which is a fun and exciting, but, um, you know, sometimes people forget to also, you know, get something for the mom. So, um, I think that that would be a great gift for those who are expecting, you know, you could just, um, send them a little, um, little blow up pole if they need it. So, um, anyways, but my, sister and sister-in-law both are pregnant and, um, I am just like, oh my gosh, bless you. (laughs) So I may be sending them some stuff soon if I can, but, um, anyways, that is, um, that is all of my recommendations for today. Um, and I wanted to leave, um, this, I, I hope, to also just adding on to this, I'm hoping to do an episode where I can share some of my summer favorites that aren't necessarily specific to pregnancy or anything like that. Um, but I just have yet to really, um, come up with, come up with something. So look for that in a future episode, hopefully. Um, and I can't wait to share more things this summer. Um, but I wanted to, um, start this, uh, or end this episode with, um, an encouraging word and something that I saw, 
Um, this week, um, I have a, um, I follow a, um, a, um, an author that I love so much. Her name is Annie Downs. And, um, if you haven't read any of her books, um, she's just such a great read. Um, but I follow her on Instagram and, um, I just thought that this graphic was really good. It was from one of her devotionals, I think. Um, but the caption is just basically on the photo. is basically talking about how um, she spent a lot of time talking with her friends about everything going on in the world. Um, just you know, so many things happened this weekend and just these past few months. And um, she says um, how deeply grievous it all is. As Emily P. Furman, who is also another one of my favorite authors to follow and one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, um, said so beautifully tonight in a prayer, turn us all the way around. Yes, God, do that. I am, my guess is we are are anti-hate, anti-racism, anti-death, pro-love your neighbor. But the problem is we don't all agree on where all those things fall, where all those lines fall about some topics. It's complicated and challenging face-to-face. I have best friends that don't agree with everything I believe, and it's hard. It's significantly more so in limited characters on the internet and she goes on to talk about just like um a verse that she read or a chapter act 17 and then she talks about loving your neighbor and listening to your neighbors and anyways if you want to to look at the post on social media um you can go to her post um and look at it but the graphic that I I loved that she shared and I thought it was so encouraging and something to remember is yielding promise. And now as I prepare to take the time of prayer into the coming day, the Lord who loves me says to me in Jeremiah 33, call to me and I will answer and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. And then the closing prayer is, Father, help me to live this day to the full being true to you in every way. Jesus, help me to give myself away to others. Being kind to everyone I meet. Spirit, help me to love the lost. Proclaiming Christ in all I do and say. And um, I think that um, that little, I've just been reflecting on that post that she posted um, all like all week and I love just the reminder that there is so much division there is so much hatred happening in our world and we aren't always going to agree on everything and not everyone is going to see our side of things and we aren't always going to see their side of things but um, we can be kind to the people that we meet every day. We can be loving and we can try to understand 
where people are coming from and all of that. And I think that we have to remember that, especially in this time where we are just so, so divided. And um, it makes me sad sometimes because I feel like um, we used to not, politics and things like that used to not be the main topics of conversations. And I feel like more often than not, it comes up in family gatherings, in friendships. Um, and it's a lot of what you see online. And so it's just, we consume, we consume and consume, and there's nothing wrong with being, um, informed or, you know, anything like that. I try my best to be informed on topics, but, um, Let's also remember at the end of the day to be kind and love our neighbors and um, remember to love the people around you and, um, yeah, and pray that, you know, we are able, that us as a country and us as a society can turn away from the evil things that are going on in our world, <laughs> you know, um, Anyways, I just love that line, the turn us all the way around. Yes, God, do that. I am anti-hate, anti-racism, anti-death, pro-love your neighbor. And um, I think that's just so good. Um, so anyways, um, I hope that, um, and she also at the end of it talks about, she says, I, I think this is important to include. Um, she says, as Acts 17 continues, we are, we are reminded that God is not far from each of each one of us. I am praying tonight that we feel that our black friends feel that God is near and the global persecuted, persecuted church feels God is near and the president and the judges and the elected officials feels God is near and refugees feel God is near and pregnant women feel God is near. I just keep thinking of groups of people and then saying to God, yes, in their grief and worry and hurt, let them feel your nearness too. We don't have to agree with someone to pray God's nearness for someone. His nearness is our good. And I just thought that was so good. Like, we don't have to agree with somebody to pray for them. <laughs> we don't have to agree with somebody to love them and to be kind to them. Yes, it may be hard sometimes, but um, I just thought that was such a good reminder. And I don't know. I just, and I do pray that God's nearness would be, would be there for our world. Um, and that's really what I have to close with. Um, there's a lot of things happening in the world and sometimes doing these fun, lighthearted topics like recommendations for pregnancy needs in the summer. <laughs> it just, it feels so trivial, but, um, I think that it's important, um, to, to just keep, you know, loving others and keeping kind and keep showing up and all the things. Um, it's hard, but um, I think it's important. So anyways, that is what I have to leave you with 
And I hope that this episode brought you encouragement and also some fun ideas for this summer. Um, And um, I hope that you have a great rest of your week. And um, I will see you next week. Um, And yeah. Um, If you could, um, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at coffee with Casey. If you could be so nice and leave a review or rate my podcast, if you want, that would be great. Thank you. Bye.